Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Retire your overplayed playlist. You'll never hear the same mix twice on AMP. AMP is a free live radio app where anyone can hop on the mic and play the music they love. So you can discover new-to-you playlists as they're made. Download AMP. That's A-M-P in the App Store. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Hot Off The Mess. I am your host, Samantha Bush. And today, I just want to get right into it because I have a very special guest. He's one of my best friends. He's a New York Times bestselling author of the book, Not All Diamonds and Rosé. He's Cashew's dad, Dave Quinn. How are you? <laughs> Those are my uh, three favorite credits, the last being the most important, Cashew's dad. So important. We became dog parents, uh, me for the second time, but right around the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really was following in your footsteps of puppydom of puppy yeah. daddom. So uh, I feel very connected to your beautiful uh, Ruby. And I uh, hope that you feel the same about Cashew. I feel so connected to her when I saw her running through that field on Instagram. <laughs> that little tiny dog. Oh, God. She's, you know, you got her maybe like two weeks after I got Ruby. Like we're yeah. on like the same journey together. Yeah. I know they're sisters. Uh, they're long lost sisters. I can't wait for them to meet, even though Cashew is like the size of Ruby's face. <laughs> Truly. Like she's, she's so, so small. small. Oh my God. And remember when she had her cast on? Yes. My dog stubbed her toe when she was a puppy and basically broke her, broke a bone in her toe. She was like, was so she had the sad. zoomies. Does your dog, get, does Ruby get the zoomies, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. She had the zoomies and she was running around and she stubbed her toe on the floor like a, like an idiot. I was, I, you're like, welcome to fatherhood. I was so upset. I'm not going to lie. I was like, all of our puppy pictures are going to be her in the stupid cast. I know. (laughs) And Dave and I are truly unhinged because he called me and he goes, I feel like you're the only person that's really going to get what I'm about to say. And I was like, what? And he goes, I need to find like a color palette for cashew. (laughs) And I was like, no, I get it. Like you can't, we can't just be having like red uh, yeah. colors like it's no. got it we got to find a good color for her yeah she's she's all about the green she settles oh, into that green. sage green yeah it works for her i bet yeah. everyone thinks she's a boy but i don't care she looks beautiful her, her people like, think ruby is a boy doesn't matter doesn't and matter. i'm like are you gonna put no. her in pink no. no that's what you and i had this discussion we were both like you can't do pink can't it's got it can't happen it's you can't do that it's so it's yeah, it's way too cliche. So <laughs> let's get into the episode. 
We're going to talk about a lot today. First, I'm going to go with start with the things that I've been thinking about lately. And Dave, this is just something that has been really weighing on me. I've been rewatching Orange County. Oh. We, I think, as a society are forgetting that Megan King Edmonds was married to a member of the Biden family at one point. <laughs> and that's just a really wild, really wild to me <laughs> that that happened. So I've been thinking about that a lot. And also yeah. I'm the same age as Megan King when she discovered the cancer scam of the century. What? Oh my goodness. Yeah. That um, is fascinating. And then speaking of Orange County, I do think that there's intense sexual chemistry between Vicky and David Bedore. I'm just saying if you put those two in a room together, I don't know. I don't know what would happen. I think Vicky like, would get her little claws into him. Like when they were face to face in that argument and they were both dressed as 70s characters. Yeah. I was like, they're going to fuck, I think. It's incredible. It It could have happened right then. It could have happened. Um, So, yeah, those are just like some random things I've been thinking about. But let's get into the Bravo headlines from over the weekend. There is a feud brewing between Dorit and... Uh, Kemsley and Dana Wilkie, the AKA $25,000 sunglasses woman, because so there's this, and Dave, you're on Twitter. You're a heavy Twitter, Twitter guy. I'm a tweeter. You're a tweeter. (laughs) You know that there's like this fun, like fandom rumor on Twitter about Dorit and Mauricio. Like, it's just a joke. It's, I don't think people are really taking it serious. But it's just fun to talk about. People are always talking about their chemistry together, their little moments, like when she kissed his shoulder on accident, like these weird things. And so Dana had posted over the weekend a meme someone had made called An Affair to Remember, and it featured Dorit and Mauricio. And it's just supposed to be funny. But I think Dana, of course, like takes it to another level. And Dorit had quite choice words for her. Yeah, what did you think about her reaction there? She went in hard. She went in so hard. It was, like, shocking, actually. I I was just like, you're really giving this a lot of, like, attention. <laughs> she I says, mean, go, go, is go. there something wrong with you, woman? Or are you just miserable in your life? You have nothing better to do. You're definitely one of the thirstiest people I've ever seen. I guess it's just as simple as that. Kyle and Mo are our friends, and my kid's call them uncle and auntie do you think this is okay for my kids to see when it's a disgusting lie if this is the only way you can make a buck then so be it but at least have some decency and stop trying to peddle false narratives especially when you know there is zero truth behind it and your whole motive is just to hurt people for no reason it's sad pathetic and bound to bite you in the ass (laughs) i mean i love this side of dorit you have to remember that Dana Wilkie has had like a boner for Dorit and uh, and PK for a while, right? I mean, she has been posting nonstop about them, especially around like the DUI and lawsuits and everything. And didn't they kind of blame Dana for the robbery because Dana had posted like their address on her social media as well? Remember that? What? No. Yeah. No. Yeah. That happened. <laughs> oh, that's okay. That adds like a whole new layer to it that I yeah. did not realize was there. Um, I mean, I'm sure that the whoever uh, did that horrible thing uh, to the to Tariq and PK, 
you know, uh, that robbery didn't actually get that information from Dana's Instagram. I would, yeah. I would assume that they're not Patreon subscribers, but, um, <laughs> but I, but I do think that like, they have been really pushing back at Dana a lot. It's like, what is your deal? Like what's and, the obsession? Uh, yeah. What is the obsession? I mean, Dana has kind of rebranded herself very much so as uh, as a what what would you call her a justice seeker a justice just, seeker that's she, what you're calling her she no. she's seeking i don't know it's weird it's like because she went through lawsuits herself i think she thinks that she's like the the you know person that should be speaking on all these things and it's like dana no yeah i wouldn't call her a justice Seeker, maybe seeker. A, maybe a, a a fame seeker, maybe fame seeker. <laughs> yeah, I think that's they overlap a big part of it. for her. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, she doesn't really seem to talk about her own experiences. No, with, you never. You know, allegations of fraud and, and I just will never like forget that, yeah. when she had like the pamphlet in her foyer, like spread out on the table of like all about her son. She was like, he speaks fluent Spanish and French. And Kyle's like, what? Like, your yeah. kid is one years old. She's crazy. She's a crazy she is bitch. Nuts. She is absolutely nuts. In a, in a, in a fun way, you know. But she, Oh, I super think fun. But also, like, that. get like get, get a life. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I mean, I, mean, just, I say that as I, like, have this podcast. Like, yeah. I should get a life. You're like, get a life. Okay, next topic about yeah, the next topic. Ariana's DUI. <laughs> <laughs> oh god i'm such a loser okay Listen, but yeah there's plenty so of room for us all of us losers together in the club so yeah <laughs> you're not alone <laughs> so the next topic is ariana zolciak bierman got a dui oh my god this was like my entire saturday i want to let you know i spent all day on saturday well like all day i spent like a good three hours reporting on this story it was really well, intense calling the jail that. You called the jail. Yeah, well, not for work, for work, not for, not for, not because I'm you're a not a justice seeker. seeker. No, I'm just a reporter doing okay. his job. Yeah. No, I know. So, yeah, if you guys don't know who Dave Quinn is, I mean, he's like the guy over at People Magazine, very important, and he's the one that delivers all the news. You deliver all the hot news. You you're calling jails. I'm calling jails. Yeah. I was definitely calling jails over the weekend. Yeah, she was arrested on suspicion of driving under the influence of alcohol. Um, now, of course, you know that Ariana is just 20 years old. Mm -hmm. So uh, that would mean that she was underage drinking. She was booked at the Forsyth County Jail um, in Atlanta or in Georgia, excuse me, and uh, in Forsyth County. And, uh, and yeah, on the early hours of Saturday morning, I think it was like 1257 was when the arrest happened, according to the public records that I was able to find. And then she was, uh, uh, you know, uh, charged with three misdemeanors, driving under the influence of alcohol, improper erratic lane change, and underage possession slash purchase of alcohol. But she was released on a bond of $5,120. Sorry, wow. I jumped right into reporting there. You really did, but I appreciated that. Um, and it was because she got into like a fender bender, they suspected, but so should, did she end up blowing? <laughs> is that, no, is that the, the term? 
I know what you meant by that, but you know, when you ask about a Zolciak daughter, oh my blowing, god, and I'm blowing. obviously gonna laugh thinking about about Brielle yes. trying to get tickets to see John Legend, uh, John Legend. but no, uh, apparently, um, the officer on the scene uh, initiated an investigation for DUI, meaning that she had blown. Uh, into a breathalyzer, but I don't have any of that information that wasn't given out. Now, her attorney, Justin Spiesman of Hawk and Spiesman Law Firm, uh, told people that she didn't do, that she was, you know, that she was not, she was unfairly arrested, essentially. That her constant invocation that she was upset and anxious from the minor accident, the officer incorrectly concluded that she was impaired by alcohol. That was not the case. She wholly denies these allegations and intends to fight these charges because she is not guilty of them. I mean, what do you think, Dave? I, I mean, I have to, I have to say, if that's what she is saying, if she denies it, then you know, you're of course we're innocent until proven guilty. But uh, accusing what police officers of incorrectly arresting you. Uh, that's a pretty big allegation. I'd be curious to see what happened. And her boyfriend was also arrested, correct? Right. Hudson McCleary, her on again, off again boyfriend, who's also 20. Yeah. And you know, I just, I feel like I know Kim and Mm -hmm. I know Kim is probably losing it. Yeah. Cause Kim is like always very much like she always gets a DD. Like that was all always a thing. I mean, yeah, she did drink white wine in the front of her convertible and smoke cigarettes while listening to her song. But (laughs) uh, other than that, I can just picture like Croy being really upset with her. Like, Mm. you know, and Ariana was like the one that I thought was like really going to do do like go to college. And like, I thought she had her head on straight and we lost her. (laughs) you think you lost her i want to know what you mean by that not because of this dui but like just in the sense of like she's turning into like a mini brielle Mm. like where it's like i don't know i just i always had high hopes (laughs) i it's funny because like i I understand what you mean by that and it makes me laugh just because i i listen was raised very differently and i kind of wish that i had a parent like kim who would just be like here, why don't you just make money posting pictures of yourself on the internet and yeah. making tons of cash for it? Like, that sounds great to me. And they have, like, I, those I beauty boxes. Yeah, good for them. They're making I know, their dough. like, get the coin. Because I do worry about their finances. Because um, mm. they've got <laughs> 30 kids, and there's, like, you know, Croy's not in football anymore. Kim doesn't have the show anymore. Like, I would love for Kim to get a podcast. I think she had a podcast for a bit, she but did. doesn't have one. She did, Dave, but doesn't have I... one now. I need your thoughts on Teresa Judice getting a podcast. <laughs> okay. Dave. So my, <laughs> I, I can't stop laughing because that's my thoughts. I mean, I, I'm very I, interested in hearing what's going to happen in this podcast. Listen, I'm not the most eloquent speaker. Like I understand I have my flaws. I'm not saying I'm perfect, but Teresa Judice doesn't really have a way with words. Uh, or I she does. There's going <laughs> to be a lot of ingredients Says, into this yeah. podcast that are going to, it's going to be hilarious. About? You know that I love Teresa. So I, I'm, I'm all for it, but they're going to talk about, according to them, 
you know, uh, relationships and life and uh, love, motherhood, friendships. Right? All the, yeah. All the things that people don't listen to podcasts to hear, really. They want yeah. to hear the from from Housewives. I think if anybody looks at the success of two teas in a pod, like they want dirt, they want shit talking, mm-hmm. right? They want yeah. uh, behind the scenes information, maybe they want strong opinions on on the Housewives world. And I don't think Teresa's I don't think we're going to really be getting that from Tree. Going to do that, yeah. No. Um, but going okay. back to Kim quickly, I just want to oh, say. Yeah. I am one of these people that really believes that you should be able to drink when you're 16 and you should be able to drive when you're 21 or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, like flip that. Like the drinking. Yeah. I think it should be flip or 18, I suppose. 18 for drinking age, 21 for driving. Just because I feel like people uh, are underage drinking, but they're not learning their tolerance yeah. and then get behind the wheel. Whereas if you build your tolerance and understand your tolerance, you're smarter about making decisions like driving. I just think that's just me. But wow. Dave Quinn, 2024. <laughs> also a uh, four day work week. Also, just so you guys know. Yeah. But that's also my, that's my number one platform. You do, you do live in New York city. <laughs> that's true. So I have public probably, transportation everywhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Detroit has like none. It's, well, there was you, that. You were you, here. Yes. You sent me on a bus that that took me to downtown a free little train yes that you had never been on yourself <laughs> no it's like called it's called the Q line and it's just like a trolley train type of thing that only runs like a mile it's so stupid because it was supposed to run into the rich neighborhoods but the rich yeah, people and said they no. were like no we are not we're not doing that it doesn't even run ah. like into other parts of detroit like it's so <laughs> So stupid. Don't even get me started. People are, you know what? This isn't a public transportation podcast. This is not part of the track. Okay. So last week on Watch What Happens Live, Kathy Hilton, there was a little bit of a mix up between Precious and Lizzo. And so she spoke out and she commented, I believe, on Queens of Bravo's Instagram saying that her vision is terrible and she couldn't even make out who Melissa Etheridge was. And okay. I mean, ma- let us not forget that she did think Arcel was Kyle at one point. That was shocking. <laughs> um, but I mean, what do you what do you think, Dave? What are your well, first thoughts? of all, we need to just understand that she did not comment on Queens of Bravos. That, that her social media assistant did. Oh, she I was did like, not, what? she's never. She does not look at any of that. I she can't imagine. Can't type. She, I received a DM from, from her account once. And I was so, I was like, oh my God, Kathy Hilton's DMing me. And it was like a social media assistant being like, hi, you published this photo of Kathy. Do you mind switching it out for this one? This is Kathy's assistant. And I was like, oh my God. I remember (laughs) that. That was amazing. And like, oh yeah, no, screen grabbed immediately. (laughs) Her Instagram account, Kathy Hilton, uh, liked a post of mine, but it was like, an old photo and I was like okay Kathy you're not this isn't Kathy scrolling on my Instagram (laughs) no it's your ex who now works for Kathy Hilton Um, but yeah but but that was shocking listen watching it all go down was insane and of everybody that she could have possibly named to name Precious not even Gabourey Sidibe Precious 
Oh, and then knowing what we kind of know in the ether about accusations that were possibly made in Aspen about uh, some bigoted words that she may or may not have said, I think is like all playing into this cringe factor. I mean, it was a shock. Uh, I had Chris Lewis on the podcast last week, like the day after this happened. And we were just honestly, it was one of those moments where I was like, this is why I love Watch What Happens Live. Like, I get that it's cringe. I get that it's horrible, et cetera, et cetera. But like, I love that stuff just because it's like live TV. Like, you feel like you're really watching it as it's happening. Like, it's really fun. Um, But yeah, it was horrible. No, I mean, listen, I love mess. Don't get me wrong. I am all here for it. I love mess. Yeah. Shout out Emily. Um, I love mess. So I was 100% here. Yeah. for the the craziness of it all and that's why that's when watch what happens live is its best i miss that that show is not live five days a week like it used to be like I, it misses something without that that feeling that of chapter. oh this literally just happened yeah live, and like you felt like you were like anything. watching something like like that not a lot of people maybe were tuning into like you were always getting like the extra like little tidbits or opinions um yes. like when watching Kim Zolciak used to Stone. call in Oh my God! When and Kim Zolciak, I, I have I will never forget where I was. I can close my eyes right now and mm-hmm. picture myself in that apartment on that couch watching Nene Leakes curse out Kim Zolciak, who had called in to watch what happens. I mean, yeah, these, these are iconic moments in television history for it's Bravo television history. Fans. <laughs> it really is. Like you can't like they can't write this, you know. And no, not at all. I mean, I'm a little angry right now because I just read that they're going to be remaking Wizard of Oz. And I'm like, there's like so much original content that could be produced. Like, why are we? Why are we doing that? I, I did not know they were ma- remake. This is news to me. Yeah, I just saw what are they doing? I don't know. Who? Who? I don't know. Who's going to be in it? I don't know. I'm not interested. In All this. I saw was Popgrave tweeted it and they, you know, are. Uh, the Well, they're no, they're, they know that they know what's up. They know they're trusted. Up. I know. Yeah, they're trusted. It's probably going to be like Demi Lovato or something. As I mean, like I'm going to watch the it. Scarecrow? Just... No, as Dorothy. Oh. <laughs> your lips can do a whole lot more than kiss. Your lips express love and speak your truth. Plump your lips with Juvederm Volbella XE or Juvederm Ultra XE for natural-looking results that are completely and uniquely you. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XE or Juvederm Ultra XE. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Many of us are already planning our New Year's resolutions to work out more in 2023. But let's face it. They rarely stick. Well, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, cycling shoes, heart rate monitors, and more with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. Don't wait. Get this offer before it ends on December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com. 
All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. Um, so you and I have a very passionate text exchange going on about Southern Charm. I feel Dave, really, let's talk about think, it. Let's talk about it. Let's work like we are on the same page. This is not like a heated exchange like where we're angry at each other. We're angry at the show. Yeah, I feel really grateful to have you in my life for many reasons. But oh. this is pretty much the top of it right now. Mm-hmm. See, I have been very invested and connected to these housewives. I know a lot of them personally, so I often don't speak out about my feelings as a viewer, right? Because my, my feelings as a viewer are kind of skewed. I know a lot about what's happening behind right. the scenes. I know the players. I recognize people's roles on the show. It just, it feels very different. Southern Charm, I'm literally just watching as a viewer mm-hmm. and getting angrier and angrier and angrier each not even each episode, each, passing each day. segment, each day since the Scene. episode. I'm still right. annoyed about what I saw last week. I cannot believe that those two jabronis are on tour and people go and support them. I know. They are disgusting uh, men that I just think are flops. the worst. Flops. Flops. Literal fucking flops. And I posted last week that they're apparently opening up a restaurant in New York City. Yes. Called like, why? I I don't understand it. I'm like, this is, go do that in Charleston. Like, you don't need to like spread your nonsense into New York. Like, also (laughs) they said that they were going to have like foie gras, right? Mm -mm. And you were like, that's like being banned. Yeah, no. They're stop idiots. It. Just stop it. They're, yeah. Uh, this is what really f- bums me out about the two of them, mm-hmm. especially those two who I don't even want to say their names. I know. Um, but People we know. are my you listeners know. know. No, you guys know. Is that they, not only are they liked by many people in the, mm-hmm. in the BCU, but the show is trying to convince me that like these people have perspectives that are worthy of listening to. Mm -hmm. And that is just not true. That is just, it is absolutely not true. When you have somebody like Queen Naomi trying to have a simple conversation with somebody who gaslights her, yells at her, talks down to her like she's a piece of garbage and storms out like a little baby as if this is like some disrespect to his current girlfriend. You're on a television show, sir. Mm-hmm. she is your co-star yeah like enough of this enough of this nonsense of oh it would be so inappropriate for me to do my job then get off the show leave the show i don't want to see you it's frustrating because obviously people like them i think they did take a really big hit on summer house um mm-hmm. the fact that craig knows his q score makes me sick to my stomach actually because that's just not that's like you're in too deep like if you're on podcast yeah. and you're talking about your Q score rating, like that's a huge red flag to me about like his relationship with Paige, his relationship with the guys on the show, like just him in general. I just don't fucking like it. Um, and there's a lot of hate about Naomi that I just honestly, I don't get. It's one of those things like with New Jersey where I feel like I'm watching a different show And there's like this revisionist history of the Naomi and Craig relationship, in my opinion. Yeah. He likes to say like she didn't support my dreams. Sir, 
You smelled like Bud Light. You had a sewing machine in the living room and you couldn't even finish making a pillow for for Patricia. Like, why are we pretending that like he's like really doing all this stuff and like he was really passionate about it and making tons of pillows and making Cameron her little bear thing for her daughter. That never happened. He didn't fucking make anything. And And Naomi, Queen Naomi is getting her master's degree, comes home to this bum. And she's like, what are you doing? Like you stay out till four in the morning, you come home and you pretend that you sew. I would be furious. And so there's this crazy revisionist history of like, she just like didn't support me in my dreams. Sir, you barely run your own company. Let's stop pretending that you're Martha Stewart living. You have people doing this for you. It, Dave, I'm enraged because I'm so tired of these men, these mediocre white fools failing upwards. I'm tired of it. Sam, I don't understand. They're going to open a restaurant. Have you ever in New seen York them? City? Have they you don't ever have a kitchen. They have kitchens in their houses. <laughs> They don't have a fucking kitchen. And you're telling me that you're going to open up a restaurant? What? I mean, this one can't even get his beer line distributed anywhere. Dave, like, what are you, we talking about when here? When you texted me about Austin moving out of his parents and how he, like, took furniture, it's like you don't have you, – you are incapable of finding your own furniture. Yeah. You have to, like, furniture. go and take your parents' old shit. Sorry. That's weird. It's fucking weird. weird. And I'm just so tired of, I'm tired of them. And I'm tired of Bravo, like shoving them down our throats, like putting them on three different shows all year round. I literally four seasons of Craig and Austin and I'm tired. It's too much. And no, it's absolutely too much. And, and, and there's so many layers to what's too much about it. So you just mentioned the Craig of it all. I mean, we haven't even talked about the fact that I'm sorry, those pillows are ugly. They're ugly. I don't like any of them. I don't like any of those pillows. Sorry. They're not cute. But that being said, good luck on your business. I'm glad people like them. People, you know, can go buy the pillows, whatever they need to do. Mm -hmm. Let's just talk about the misogyny, the way that they talk about women, the disgusting way that they treat these women. Austin, who, first of all, the show is trying to get me to believe that Olivia and him are dating, which is not true. I'm sorry. I don't believe that for a second. We'll get there because I also have thoughts. Yeah, I believe she was cast on the show, and I believe they were like, oh, maybe you and Austin. But this dude has such a hard-on for uh, for Madison. He can't breathe without thinking about Madison. Mm-hmm. I think I tweeted one day, I was like, nobody, Austin, Madison. Like, he literally just talks can't about her stop. all the time. Yeah. And he creates this this narrative that she was so poisonous to him and oh, she gaslit him. What are you talking about, dude? You're gaslighting all of us. Yeah. She did not treat you like that. You are a scumbag. You were sleeping with like four other different women. You had that threesome in your house. You cheated on her. Like what are you talking about? I know. And what I find so odd about this Olivia Austin fake relationship we have going on. Fake relationship. Call it fake. It's so fake. And I say that because we see them on one date and one group outing. And everyone is asking, so what's going on with you and Austin? Are you guys dating? 
And like they literally have no chemistry. They have hung out twice, maybe. Like this is not a real thing. And there's something about Olivia that I just fucking hate. It she triggers something in me. Like she just reminds me of like every bitchy, rich, mean girl at my high school who has like no personality but is only like well liked by all the cool kids because she has money and is pretty and blonde. Like that's it. Like she just triggers something in me and her mom is a fucking Karen. I just know it. Like the way that like her mom and her were being catty in the kitchen together. I was just like, what? And then what I really don't get is she, and I said this a few weeks ago, I think is like, she didn't invite Vanita because she didn't want drama, but yet you invite your ex boy or you invite your quote unquote new boyfriend's ex that he can't stop talking about to the party. Yeah, that makes absolutely no makes sense. By the no way, fucking sense. let's not forget that on his first date, on their first date, he told her that he's not ready to commit to her and wants yeah. to slow down. Mm-hmm. Like you've been, you're literally at your first date. This is all fake and all bullshit. I don't all believe bullshit. a second of it. And you're totally right about her parents, which reminds me also of Austin's parents who, where the fuck do they get off talking shit about Madison? Like, get out of here. Get out of here. here. I don't want to hear from you. I don't want to hear your thoughts on Madison. Why don't you talk about what a scumbag your son is? Why don't you talk about what he did to uh, on Winterhouse and Summerhouse? Why don't you address that? Because that's all happens. Let's yeah. talk about what he did to Sierra. Yeah. And no, Lindsay. we're not going to mention it. And, and Lindsay. Like, and I just don't care about him moving. Like, all the storylines, I'm like, this show used to be magnificent. magnificent. It was must-watch TV. It was old Southern drama. Like, you had, like, t- Thomas Ravenel, and you had, like, you know, the the Catherine stuff, and the Craig and Naomi, and the, the Cameron, and the Whitney. Like, I liked all that. And then I'm like, what am I watching right now? I'm uh, watching... Well, we need... I'm watching What? We need Cameron back. I mean, Cameron, Cameron has to come back. Is so essential to this show. We don't wreck it because she keeps these guys in line and she would have called them out on all of their nonsense. But the problem is so much deeper than that. And you're exactly right. I mean, what are we watching? How about the fact that Paige has the audacity, the audacity to tell Craig that she doesn't want him spending time with Naomi when she's on a show with Andrea and Carl? And Carl, mm-hmm. thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> I forgot about them, so mm-hmm. thank you. You're welcome. Give me a it's, break. Well, because it's like, Paige, like, you know the world that he's living in. Like, you know he has to film with her. Maybe she's, do you think she's just doing, saying that for the show, like, to create, like, friction? Probably. Probably do you think but, they're a real you know, couple? Uh, Yeah, I think they're a real couple. But, you know, uh <laughs> Yeah, I think they're a real couple, but I, I'm i not really sure what the end game here is. I bet they get engaged in the fall. I mean, it would be good for ratings, right? Yeah. That seems to be the plan. I don't know. I just have such a hard time with them. I have a hard time. The The we performance at the reunion last year was so disgusting to me. The fact that he oh. and everybody was just talking so down to Madison like she was some trash like some tramp or some mm-hmm. whore when she had done in my perspective absolutely nothing wrong these jabronis again uh sow their seed wherever the heck they want and we applaud them for it we think it's hilarious it's so great that that shep can't commit to a woman a woman ha 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 like he's gonna be a bachelor forever isn't that great it's like 
and yet you sit here and call Madison a whore yeah. for going on dates with other people. Well, I mean, last season, remember during the reunion, Shep was talking about how he cheated on Taylor. And then Levo was like, you guys really romanticize cheating. Like, it's really weird, yeah. actually. But only men can do it. And yeah, no, she it's was the so frustrating. It's so frustrating to watch over and over and over again. And there be no like I want new men. I don't like this Pringle person. He Dave. I like Pringle. I know, but like Pringle's that. not really around. He's not around. He, I just think he's handsome. He's very handsome. I just think it's weird. They that demoted he, like, him. You can tell. Yeah. He's oh, for sure. Um, I, Yeah. And the thing is, is like, imagine if any woman on Bravo acted like how Craig acted at that reunion, wasted and fucking out of his mind. Yeah. There would they be would, calls for her to be would, fired. Oh, people would be, people would go crazy. Yeah, people would go absolutely nuts. But you're right. That I forgot about that level line, and it was so dead on. And I, the reason I forgot about it is because nobody seemed to carry any weight to that. That was no. not something that the universe of Bravo fans thought was important enough to quote back to them over and over again in the way that they quote back all these horrible things about, you know, the Fox Five or whatever the heck they're called. <laughs> it's like, I want that energy for the guys of Southern Charm. That's yeah. what I want. And I see a lot of hate about Leva and Vanita on Southern Charm. I find it weird. Um, They're icons. I think Leva is one of the most beautiful people on Bravo. I think she's she's so so stunning. stunning. And I can't wait for her new show that she's getting because hopefully she can just like become like a boss bitch. Not that she isn't one now, but like on the show and just get off Southern Charm because these people don't deserve her, uh, truthfully. I love all the women of Southern all Charm. All of them. Except Ooh. right now I'm side-eyeing Taylor because... Yeah, talk about I understand, it, Dave. Well, because like she and Shep broke up, right? And Did they? She, yeah, they're no longer together. Oh, okay. According to... Why, do you, do you know anything else that I don't? I've just heard that they're just doing that for the show. Like they're claiming <sighs> that they broke up for the show to get like better ratings oh. so people would tune in and like see the how they like the fallout of their relationship. Well, that's interesting. But I don't know. I I, I broke it on, at people. I know you did. I received some pretty uh some pretty clear information from a source that it was over, but maybe I'm being played too. I don't know. I will say it was very disappointing to see her go and watch what happens live. Oh. And when asked if there was anyone in the Bravo cinematic universe she was attracted to, she chose Tom Schwartz. <laughs> Like, what is going on? I know. that. Sam, what is happening here? <laughs> no, what is going on? What is with these women? When I saw that Tom clip, Schwartz? I go, I, I like really had to sit with it for a second. I was like, Tom Schwartz? I was like, a, like Tom Tom of Schwartz and Sandy's? <laughs> Bubba? <laughs> like, what? And it's so weird because i see it all over instagram people are like shipping them they're like oh my god that would be amazing get them together blah 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 i'm like he is 47 years old and has commitment issues and just is a mess like taylor deserves (laughs) a lot better than that and that's literally why she's leaving chef thank you he's a mess so what is it is it these girls see uh see red flags in the shape of hearts like what is it I just think, you know, I got a lot of messages because I posted about it the other day and people were saying her picker is off a la Patty Stanger. Mm. And I think that that's true. But I also maybe think that she was like put on the spot and she was just like, 
who's a cute guy on Bravo. And I, well, I mean, like Schwartz is a cutie, have... but um, yeah, but not, no. who would no. you have picked if if you were in her shoes? And we're not going after married men here. No. We're not, you know, pulling a Porsche. Who would you pick? <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, like, the men that aren't married on Bravo are horrible. You know what I mean? Like, like right now, my number one house husband is Ross from Atlanta. Okay. I would bust it open for Ross. Like, I, he does something to me. He gives me, like, younger, hotter, more powerful Peter energy. And I was really attracted to Papa Smurf. Um <laughs> But who, like, who's single on Bravo that's a man? Well, the number one answer that you don't know because you don't watch the franchise, but uh, it's, oh, it's Captain, Captain Glenn. It's Captain Glenn. Not not the the Australian captain's very attractive, too. But Captain Glenn from Below Deck Sailing Yacht. I know you think I'm crazy. He's, like, a little short. He's, I think he's a, he's a baldy, uh, but he's just very – He's if you watch the show, you personality. know – He's got a great personality. He is a hottie and uh, wow. and a, a catch. He's a total catch. No, no wife, no ex-wife, no kids. I'm trying to, yeah, like there's just no one. Who's your favorite house husband? Like who would you pick uh, to be with? I mean, Evan Goldschneider. Oh my God. That was easy. Evan <laughs> is a dream. But Ross but I also is know really him, good. but I mean, I adore him. Yeah, no, Ross is there. Ross um, I also is... would say... A little juicy. What's what's her name? Um, oh gosh, the new she's like a friend of the season in Atlanta. Um, I'm blanking on her name right now. It starts with an M. Mary uh, Merletta. No, maybe is that it? Anyway, mm-hmm. she's on the trip right now with her yeah, husband, yeah, yeah. who's this like silver fox, this like Dave. white. Did you did you not Dave. see him? Dave, 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 Dave. No, he was pretty handsome. Are you? Are you fucking with me? <laughs> You're fucking with me. Thank God. I was like. <laughs> no, I'm not fucking with you. Did you Bowser not see him? I thought he was kind of cute. <laughs> Bowser. Dave, he is. I feel like I'm entitled to compensation just for having him on my screen. He makes oh me sick. Wow. You need to see him again. You, I, I don't know who you're thinking. Was I just looking down of. at my computer the you whole were, time? You were looking at a picture of John Slattery, and somehow you thought he ended up on Real Houses of Atlanta. Because <laughs> that is all right. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe truly. I'm wrong. Right. Wow, I <laughs> speechless. I really thought you were fucking with me. Because I was like, "There's no way he's being serious." Because that man is sick. Okay. No, I guess I just didn't see him in the right light. I'll go back and look. I trust your instincts. Yeah, it's uh, but, sad. Because she's but a beautiful I still woman. Stick with, she's beautiful. I still stick with Evan and Juan Dixon as a as a solid number two. Mm, okay. Yeah. Do you have a third? He's handsome. I mean, I don't want to be cliche and say like Maurizio or Joe Gorga. Like those are cliche options. Yeah, those are me. like the good old standbys. Yeah, I feel like they're. I'm very to be... attracted to PK, for being honest. What? Yeah. Before the teeth or after the teeth? Obviously after, but honestly, <laughs> I probably would have taken him before. Wow. I think he's funny. Like I just he makes me laugh. Like 
I I don't know. I think he's got a certain air about him that I enjoy. Yeah, he's not it for I'm me. I'm really you know all over I'll the go... map. It's all right. That's fair. Ross, you know what PK, Evan Goldschneider. Right, you are all over the map. I'm going to go with Evan, number one, Juan Dixon, number two. And again, a little bit cliche, but still an oldie but a goodie. Uh, I'm going to say Eddie Judge. Oh, you love Eddie. He's just so attractive. Yeah, I love, yeah, I love Eddie. <laughs> You I love, love Eddie. Eddie. You know I love Eddie. I know. He's like a great human. He is such a sweetheart. And like him and Tamara are so hot together. They're so I'm not going so to tell you a little a little oh, secret. A little yeah, a little life me. memory. One one tell day me. I went to go see Tamara. She told me to meet her in her hotel room. And I knocked on the door. And Eddie Judge answered the door wearing just black boxer briefs. <sighs> what? That's it. He was just in boxer briefs. When he answered the He's door. like, hey, come in. And he gave me a hug in the box in the black boxer briefs. Did... <laughs> I, no, I don't I don't know. I don't know how I'm alive right now either. I <laughs> I, I, I think would have I like malfunctioned. Right <laughs> I was I was like, oh uh, hey, uh <laughs> anyway, I closed my eyes and replayed that moment often. Oh, I pulled Tamara too. It's no wow, surprise. I love that. Good for her. I love that for Tammy. What I would have given. Don't you wish sometimes that your eyes were like, like camera, like screens that you could just like rewind. Yeah, like you could have like a slideshow like of like. Away from that. Yeah, we're yeah. like couple only just a couple years away. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay, so we took a big detour, but let's talk okay. about Real Houses of Atlanta. What are your thoughts on mm-hmm. thoughts on this season? Do you what's going on? Ah. Uh, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. I I love the Atlanta women. I'm not really enjoying Marlo as a peach holder in the way that I think the buildup, you know, made everybody feel like I would. Um, Simply because, I mean, listen, in our, in our housewives, we, we look for a few things, right? We look for delusion. Sometimes we look for hypocrisy. Right, it's all going to be there. So in many ways, she she checks all the boxes. Mm-hmm. But her her ability to kind of um, start drama over seemingly no actual reality of feelings, like simply just doing it for the camera time, which is something that I think she got used to for years when she was just a friend of, right? She had to come on. She had to do a job. You know, she wanted to get that paycheck and therefore new controversy would get her there. She hasn't really, really settled into being a peach holder. There's a quiet confidence that comes with it where you know that you don't have to at every moment be the shit stirrer. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't seem to understand that. So she'll just literally say anything and then get wildly offended when somebody says anything that's a little bit true about her, mm-hmm. which is, and we look for the hypocrisy. We have fun with it, but it is kind of annoying as somebody who was really hoping that she would be delivering something different. I think that that is what a lot of people are feeling. And I I never thought about it in that way of like when she was a friend of, she had to really work for screen time. So she would say the like outlandish things and she would go there and like, you know, be, be a Marlowe. And yeah. now that's not really working for her because this is like a cast of women who are apparently friends. Um, they're not 
they don't really the chemistry seems a little bit off i think there needs to be like one more girl added or something mm. like we're missing like a bounciness like i miss like the i'm gonna say i miss a little porsche bounce a little little giggle a little here and there i do appreciate that marlo is putting candy to work um i love candy but i do think like, come on, we got to we got to interact like Marlo's at least like making something happen, because other than that, we have nothing. We have Drew and Ralph reading a book or writing a book. Well, you know that I'm not I, the Drew and Ralph of it all is just too much. Talk about inauthentic. I really struggle to find any authenticity in either of them. Um, so I struggle with them. I understand the I understand the criticism of. And the feeling that Candy is actually working now. But I kind of feel like she always has been working. I think that she always shows up. I think that she's always engaged in things that are happening between the women. I think she's just never challenged. Right. You know, like okay. because she has real friendships with people. But she's still doing her job. Like she's still doing the job, which is to, you know, deliver conversation and deliver storyline. She always has something happening in her life, a new business that she's doing or, you know, a, an issue with her and mm -hmm. her ex or her and Todd or her and mom. And, you know, there's always like a bit of a story happening with Candy. We're just seeing Candy, you know, at we're seeing, the best that we like her. Yeah, yeah. We're seeing the lies, the lies, the lies. Like we're seeing. Yeah. You're seeing candy I'll drag you love. in this bitch. Right. Yes. Which is, I, I love that candy. I do too. And I think I just needed that from her a little bit because, like, the Todd stuff I just don't really care about. Like, the Mama Joy stuff mm -hmm. isn't interesting to me anymore. Like, but you know who's having a great season is our girl Kenya Moore. Oh, she's having a great season. She's thriving. She's lighter than ever. She is Why do you think that loose and is? fancy free. Um, <laughs> I think she really came off of Ultimate Girls Trip. I think she came back from that vacay, and she was feeling good. Portia's gone. Cynthia's gone. Uh, Mark is, I don't know where Mark is. Um, I don't know. I'm He's loving it somewhere. I'm loving, <laughs> I'm loving her. I love her every season, but th this season, especially she's really great. Yeah. I, I see what you mean about ultimate girl strip. And I've seen a lot of people say ultimate girl strip really changed uh, Kenya on the show that she's like very much lighter after that. I really do think it's Portia. I think Portia not being there is the first time we've ever seen her on the show without Portia. Mm -hmm. I think Portia and her never liked one another. And I think Portia refused to ever acknowledge, you know, the role that Kenya played and was very, um, you know, they were always against one another, refused to kind of even give a little when Kenya tried to give a little. And I think that that's like a toxic energy to be around all the time. They were toxic towards each other. Yeah. So now that Portia's gone, I think Kenya feels a lot freer right now to just really be herself. And Girls Trip may have been the first time that the audience started viewing her as somebody who was fun. fun. But I think that Kenya's always really been there. Mm -hmm. We just have never really seen her. Because Portia. Yeah, we just, I mean, she was having fun in a different way. Right. She was having fun dressing up as Phaedra yeah. and walking around. <laughs> Like, that was fun for her. Yeah, and, and I love her so much. I think she's so stunning. But, oh, my God. Dave, you yeah. and I have been saying this. And we were in the minority. We were, this was a hot take back in the day. And I yeah. think people are starting to come around as, Sheree is a flop. 
god. Listen. Maybe I not a flop. I haven't been saying that in the same maybe way that you've been Maybe not a flop. But, like, it's the buildup of her coming back. And it's the same thing that happened last time where she came back and, like, didn't really do much. It's the same thing. Yeah, and I'm what like, I've been saying is not yeah, that she's a flop. She's but not a flop. She's, is that she's she's been turned, the audience has turned on her multiple times. And I've been saying the audience cannot fight for her to come back and then turn on her right. again. So you want Sheree, here's Sheree. This is Sheree. Stand by Sheree. Okay. <laughs> I think that when Sheree is challenged, she's really great. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it seems that, I don't know if you deducted this from your uh, armchair investigations, but it really seems that she's sitting directly next to Andy at the reunion. I don't get it. I mean, that's, but that means mean that bigger things are coming down the pike for Sheree. Okay, well, uh, <laughs> we'll see. Oh, mumbles. Uh, I don't know. I guess it, it, the way that, that that his Instagrams played out, he was talking directly to her. Hmm. Uh, Maybe we get a fashion show. Close. Maybe. I mean, the fashion show is what ends the, sh- the season, apparently. Right. But maybe we do get an Apollo scene. Oh, I know I'm excited I'm about that. And Peter, I think, was there too. Mm. Peter and Ross? <laughs> the same place. Oh my goodness. I'll it's be... surprising you didn't make it. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> You'll be rewatching that over My and invite over must again. have been lost in the mail. <laughs> but no, I do think that Sheree, I do think that Sheree is somebody who needs, you know, she she flip-flops a little bit during the season and needs to kind of stay on her. But she's good TV when she's Oh, when she's working hard. When she's working. Like when she first yeah. walked in on the premiere, I was like, we're fucking back. Like Sheree is bouncing in. She's got no makeup on. She just signed her papers and she was like, I'm working today. I got to go yeah. clock in. <laughs> that's the Sheree I love. The Sheree that's just kind of like giving us confessionals. I'm like, can we get in the mix? Can we do right. something? You know, I do really enjoy her and Kenya together. I think they're really fun. Um, that feels like a nice little friendship, you know? Um, yeah, it does. It does feel like there needs to be one more girl. Listen, mm-hmm. I mean, we have to get our brains around the fact that Atlanta is not going to be what it was. The heydays of Phaedra and Nini and Kim, like those are gone. gone. We're it's not going to see all of that. Yeah, it's a different show. Mm-hmm. And I think they've done a good job of bringing it into what it is now. I think the new housewife is great. Um, Sanya, yeah, I love I think her. She's great. I, I think, think she's a great addition. I, th- I think she's been delusional this entire trip, mm. making everything this trip about honestly herself. sounds like hell. Yeah, it's horrible. I I'm not sorry, really I would be it, pissed. I, I would be real upset if you took me to Jamaica and made me go to see your house uh, that you grew up in. I know. Well, I here's the thing. I have to go to the track? No, thank you. No fucking thank you. If I go I on a vacation, your... I don't want to have to be in the car for two hours at 8 a.m. to go to your house and then go to a track and watch Drew tumble. And and then, well, I don't know, then her and Ross were doing that, like, I fit thing. Like, I'm just like, what is this trip? I want... Sam, they were eating this ice cream where... at, like, 9 in the morning. This is where Married to Medicine, like, I love their trips because... It's all about the couples. Like they really make it about like couple vacation trips. Like most mm-hmm. of the girls, like they don't take trips for like work. 
So this is like boring to me. I'm like, I don't want to watch you do I fit and run on a track. Right. And it's very strange that we've had these these men there the entire time. It's been a couples trip, but there's been no talk about the couples no or relationships talk. or I know. Like this is where you need Cynthia Bailey to make them play a game where they have to like pass something between their legs. Yeah. Like she was good at this stupid shit. Yeah. Where it, yeah. Where it was like, okay, tell me right now what your least favorite thing about your partner is. We gotta be yeah. honest. It's <laughs> yeah, like no. okay. Yeah, you that's know, what I miss that. that we, we need, need that. that. We need that energy because this, like, everyone's getting along a little too much, in my opinion. Like, in that way, like the couples. I mean, the girls are fighting. Mm. Um, and when Ross stood but up the, at the end of the episode and yelled at everyone, I was, I enjoyed that. You were turned on by that. I was so turned on. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, stand up for your girl. Like, I was really enjoying it. Um, I don't enjoy Drew or Ralph. She's such a, I literally wrote down in my notes, Drew is a loser. Um, (laughs) Because here's the thing about Drew. And I say this every fucking week. She has no self-awareness. So like she doesn't get that. Like we can all read through the lies, but she says them like, like they are truths. Like, I disagree with you. I think she has full self-awareness. I think she is fully aware of exactly what she's trying to do. And she's hopeful that you are not. She is putting on a very good, or what she thinks is a very good performance. No one is a bigger Drew Sidora fan than I am. I have talked about how much I love Step Up more times than I ever to admit. If you (laughs) listen back to podcast podcast appearances I've made in the past, I constantly talk about Step Up. She is great in Step Up. Yeah. But boy, have I been disappointed by what I've seen on this show. It's just not clicking for me. No. It's and Ralph clicking. is so slimy and weird and writing this book about adopting but not adopting. And he's a dad, but he's not a dad. And it's like, what are we doing? And Drew is upset but not upset. I'm like, I don't care about Why this. don't you write a book about what happened when you went to Tampa for four days? Because I still don't know the truth. God, I need a date. Why don't you write special? a book about that? <laughs> I know. Let's see that. Like, I mean, we've done the Erica Jane Ralph one. We've Pittman. done the Jen shot. Well, that's what I want to know. Mm-hmm. Look it up. I'll be a talking head. Yeah, I'd be like, tramps <laughs> in Tampa. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it would be really juicy. And ABC News. Hulu someone, exclusive. yeah, like someone knows what he was doing. Yeah, someone knows because they cashed the, the checks. Yeah. You know what I mean? They, they yeah, got yeah, the yeah, money yeah, yeah, yeah. that he passed on. Yeah. And, and by the way, I also loved, I know this is last week's episode, but I also loved when he like was like, I have to introduce my wife to the to my publisher because it really went left last time with my assistant. It's like It's very different, no, Ralph. She does she doesn't think that every single woman yeah. you talk to, it's only when the woman is texting him, I'll give you a massage yeah. that she has questions. Yeah. He's a fucking moron. Like he just is so narcissistic and just oh. Did you hear that? Cashew. Cashew wanted to make an appearance. Sorry, Whenever guys. Cashew just came like on the, the screen. Hallway. Whenever someone's in the hallway, she just gets annoying. My God. She's so cute. Okay. Well, that's a perfect way to end. Uh, Dave, tell everybody where they can find you, read your articles, your breaking news. <laughs> guys, you can follow me on social media at, at nine days, N I N E D A V E S. Um, I'm on Instagram and Twitter. I, Sam, I, I'm mostly in your text messages. <laughs> you are. You are. And I love it. I love you there. 
I'm so sorry. No, I, just, I love it. I, I, all I want to talk about. It'll be like 3 a.m. and you're like, cool. Austin's getting a dresser from his parents. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, good morning. <laughs> Nothing enrages me more. Listen, I, I love you so much. I'm so proud of all of your success. Oh my God. Uh, you know, I'm your biggest fan. Um, it is an honor to be here to ever chat with you on this podcast. So thank you so much for having me. And I'm so sorry to all your listeners who had to listen to me uh, yap about those two jabronis, jabronis over and over and over again. Jabroni. They're herbs. Herb. They're total herbs. Like literally. Literally. <laughs> literally herbs. Um, okay. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. And I will talk to you guys all on Friday with a brand new episode of Hot Up the Mess. And please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Please only give us five stars. Um, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> please. Yeah. And don't ever tell me what you're writing about me on the internet because I don't want to. Yeah. Know. Like, such a fragile ego. Yeah, if you have something, if to, you say have about something me, to say, honestly, just DM them to me. You don't need, you yes. don't need to rate, you don't need to take it to the reviews. <laughs> um anyway, I will see you guys all on Instagram and Twitter. Bye. Ahura Media Production.